Welcome to today's podcast, the Stat Patterns Podcast, where a podcast we talk fantasy sports, we talk NBA, NFL, breaking news, we talk a little hip hop culture, and um, uh, this is our first podcast, the Stat Patterns. You can find us on our IG at the Stat Patterns. My name is Marcus, and um, we also got KV here. He's one of our um hosts too. How you doing, KV? Doing pretty good. Just ready to get this podcast started. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, mid-season awards. We're going to be talking about mid-season awards today. We're going to be talking about about uh, what we think about the Anthony Davis, and we're going to be talking about the NBA trade deadline, and we're also going to be talking about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was the day uh, the Patriots won, obviously. I'm pretty sure you guys know that by now. We're probably going to be doing this podcast like once a week. Like every Saturday, so we should be having episodes every up every Saturday, like around five o'clock. But um, let's get into this uh, midseason NBA awards. Um, who do you uh first? Let's go with uh, most improved player. Who uh, who you think is most improved this year? Who you guys your pick? To me, I got as my uh, most improved player is uh, D'Angelo Russell. From the Brooklyn Nets. And he's just having a pretty good season. Real good season so far. He actually made the all-star game. He's filling in for Victor Oladipo. Yeah, he made it. Yeah, he made it. Victor Oladipo got hurt. So I got I have him as my most improved. I actually think that Brooklyn was smart for uh making that trade for him from the Lakers. The only reason why the Lakers traded him it was because um, the Timothy Mosgoff contract they gave Brooklyn. They unloaded the contract to Brooklyn, so Brooklyn had to pay Timothy Mosgoff, and they they gave him D'Angelo Russell. And I think it's working out for Brooklyn. Working out pretty good for Brooklyn. They're six right now. They're twenty eight and twenty five. And D'Angelo Russell, he's having a career year. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. <laughs> He's averaging 19 points, six assists. He's shooting 38 from the field. And um, he's just having a real good year. And I think that was a great trade for him. And I think Brooklyn, they actually have a shot to make the playoffs for the first time ever. You think they're going to make it in the East? Yeah, I think, yeah, they're going to make it. I think they're going to make it. Spencer did what he got hurt. So I know that's going to. Hurt him a little, but I think they could bounce back. He should be back soon, so they'll make it. Yeah. And he's only 22 years old. He was the second overall pick from Ohio State, so that was a great trade for taking the Mozgov contract. The Lakers didn't want to pay him, so I think the Lakers might be regretting trading him. Yeah, my pick, I like Russell. I like Russell, but my pick is going to be De'Aaron Fox. He's, a, he's he's over there balling for the Sacramento Kings or whatever. I know uh, his rookie year. He's a, this is his second year playing, but like he's one of he's one of the fastest players in the NBA. Like I don't think no one's faster than him. Maybe John Wall, but Aaron Fox. He just reminds he's just a beast out of Kentucky or whatever. You know what I'm saying he gets assists, he, he scores, and then he even got the little hops. You know what I'm saying like he's pretty good. I got De'Aaron Fox, but I won't be mad at um, D'Angelo Russell. I won't be mad. And um, Collins is also a candidate. Buddy Hill, um, Brian Forbes, like a bunch of those guys. Like Justin Winslow's doing good. 
But um, my my runner up, my runner up for uh most improved is actually Buddy Hill, and not uh Deepak. De'Aaron Fox, he's having a good year, but Buddy Hill is like he's averaging twenty points a game, and he's shooting forty five percent from the three point line, and he's shooting forty eight percent from the field, and they're uh, actually in a ten spot, so they got a a slight chance to make the playoffs. But yeah, my runner my runner up would be Buddy Hill, but yeah, definitely De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, then Sacramento they got a bright future. They got a bright future with them two guys building around them two guys or whatever. Yeah. I got a bright future. And for some reason this year, Buddy Hill, he's just lights out. Like I said, he's shooting 48% from the three-point line. So he's shooting like he's just making everything and averaging 20 points a game. So he's having a good year too. But yeah, I still go with D'Angelo Russell just because they're in the playoffs right now. I know it's the East. Yeah, it's the East. But- it's the East. If it's the East, so he can't really. Uh, Fox is playing playing in the West, like with the big boys. Like it's the East, so you you can't really go off of that. But yeah, but I'm winning always, winning and and being in the playoffs that matters. So that's why I choose D'Angelo Russell, and he's actually an All Star this year too. Fox so. almost made it. I think Fox he could have made it, but next year I guarantee he'll make it. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, he, yeah, he should. All right, let's move oh, on. No, it's actually gonna be hard because he's in the West. Because you got Damian Lillard, Westbrook, Curry, Harden. So it's going to be hard for – it's always hard. Like, Damian Lillard barely start making an all-star game a couple years ago. It's Fox is about to make it. So Fox is about to make it. I think he could get there. I think he could get there. Point, point guards in the West are going to always have a hard time. There's so many of them making an all-star game. So Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. It's going to be see. pretty hard for him. But, yeah, Let's D'Angelo see. Russell's my pick for most improved. All right, this one might be a little easier. Like, I think this one's obvious. Rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you got Jaron Jaren Jackson, JJJ. He, uh, from Memphis, he he balling, 13. Uh, he balling from Memphis right now. And then you also got DeAndre Ayton. A lot of people sleep on him. And then you Trey Young out there balling, too. But I think we know who's rookie of the year, and that's Doncic's. From, uh, yeah, that's Dallas. a clear club favorite. Yeah, he he ran away with that. Like that guy's special. He got the little step back three pointer. He he could dunk. Like he's athletic. Like that guy's good. Yeah, he he's definitely gonna be an all star soon. But I can't. I I don't really judge him with the other rookies. I know he's a rookie because the NBA. But he's been playing professional ball, and like so you can't really discredit Trey Young and Aiton. But yeah, he's definitely better than them guys, though. So yeah, he, it's like landslide. He, it's a clear. He's a clear club. Right he's averaging twenty six and five in his rookie season. That guy. Season. Oh yeah, that guy's special. That guy's special. So like, yeah, I that think was a yeah, great trade. That was a great trade for uh, Dallas. I'm sure Atlanta's kind of regretting that. Even though I, I think Trey Young is going to be good, but Dallas yeah. definitely won that trade. Oh, the Dallas trade. Oh, they robbed him. Dallas robbed him. Uh, yeah. Well, they didn't rob him because the Knicks opened up too. No, I was talking about the trade for Trey Young and uh, Darshis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Trey Young was supposed to be going to Dallas and uh. Oh yeah, Trey. Yeah, they were supposed to go to Atlanta. Darshis. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he won that. He won that. That guy's special. He's gonna be. Him and um, 
KP for singles. They're gonna oh, be. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. If KP's one hundred percent, Dallas, they're definitely they're gonna be back to their Steve Nash and Navinsky days, making the playoffs every year. Yeah, and then they got a good coach too. So let's move on. Let's move on from that. He won that easy. Um, who you guys? Your six man. My six man. I have Sabonis from the Pacers. He's averaging, yes, he's averaging 15 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists off the bench. And this is only his third year in the NBA. He, he's a good passer. He's a good defender. He does everything for the team. He sets screens. And he's actually he was actually part of the OKC trade for Paul George. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's one of the trades that actually worked out for both teams. I know Victor Oladipo got hurt, unfortunate. That was one of the trades that literally worked out for both teams. Because Sabonis, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a great player, just like his dad. His dad played in the NBA, so it's just in his genes. And then Paul George is having an MVP year, so I, I definitely that worked out for both. And that's my sixth man of the year. 15 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists after the game. He's he's doing everything right now off the bench. And especially now that uh Victor Lodipo is out for the year, them them numbers are definitely gonna go up. So my clerk, it would have been Spencer and Dillwell easily, but he got hurt or whatever. Cause from Brooklyn, six man, I mean that guy was balling before he got hurt. Like he just got hurt or whatever. But um yeah, he's definitely having a good year. I think you got you got Lou Williams. He's always in the running. You got um Harrell, Montrez Harrell. Man, that guy. Oh, he's definitely, yeah. He he's part of the most improved list too to me. But Doc Rivers is really having a good year. Yeah, Doc Rivers is really coaching him good. He reminds me of like a younger Kenneth Faree energy guy or whatever. He just needs a, like a point guard to play with. And then Derek, what about Derek Rose? Derek Rose is out there like Yeah, Derrick yeah, definitely Derek Rose. Yeah, definitely. Derek Rose, but I, he doesn't play every game, so I couldn't really. He's off like every other game or whatever, so I can't really give it to him. But yeah, Derek Rose is definitely he. Derek Rose might be the runner up, but Sabonis, I think, especially now that Victor Oladipo goes out and points are going to go up, his rebounds is going to go up, assists should go up. He's going to get more minutes, and that's something about OKC too. Like they they know how to draft. Like, if you look, they drafted KD, Harden, Westbrook, even Ennis Kanter. Ennis Kanter's going to be a great player. And Sabonis was just another pick that they drafted. And let uh, that says something about their GM. So, Sabonis, he's going to be a great player. 15 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists off the bench. Yeah, to me, he's he, he he's my favorite right now for six man. I'm going with Montrez. Uh, cause you can't look really look at Montrez's stats, but what he's doing for the Clippers team, I know they've been in a little slump a little lately, but I got Harrell. You know what I'm saying? Little for I call him Little Fari because uh, when he uh, when he played, I, I watched him a lot playing for Houston, and um, I seen potential in him. But yeah, I got Harrell. Yeah, Harrell, but 15, 10 rebounds. You can't go wrong with that. Like off the bench, that's just doing it. And then even for a power four, three assists, that's pretty good. To come off the bench and get in the minutes he's getting, I think Sabonis is definitely six man of the year. But Harrell's definitely like 
top three or four. You know, and then uh, right, but yes, yeah, yeah, I think Sabonis. We'll see. we'll see, we'll see. You sticking with your OKC guys? I see. <laughs> a little Don't homer. Don't lie. <laughs> a, a little homer there, yeah. But let's go with uh, Coach of the Year. I know, I know. Me and you disagree on this one. Um, to me, it's very close. To me, it's got to be Malone from the Denver Nuggets. The, who would have ever thought the Nuggets would be like? top two seed in the West and they're in the West and they're playing good every night. He got, and then half of their players are hurt for the Nuggets. Like you got um, Isaiah Thomas, Gary Harris, been hurt, Jamal Murray been banged up. And then um, uh, Michael Porter, like who, who would have thought that the Nuggets will be a top two seed in the West for a minute. They were, they were the number, number one. one right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're number one. See who, who would have thought that and they're in the West. Like to me, it's, Malone easily like I got him he's as my coach. coaching. He's actually coaching LeBron's team in the All Star game. So All Star game, yeah. He's uh, he's a good coach. He got some guys playing it. They don't got no superstars. So I got Malone on that one. Yeah, all that. Yeah, all that's good and stuff. But um, this podcast is called the Stat Patterns. <laughs> so I'm gonna hit you with some stats. I actually have the Bucks coach Bootenhoser. As my coach of the year so far. This is his first season spot with that. the Bucks. Can you spot that? Boom. Yeah, actually, I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Bucks last year, they were 10th in offense and 18th in defense. This year, they're the only team in the NBA to be top five in offense and defense. They're actually second in offense. And number three in defense. This is his first year. That's cute. And it's like when I say it's close, it's gonna be close. It's gonna go down to, to the wire. The Bucks actually have the best record in the NBA right right now. <laughs> Just like you said with the Nuggets, who would have thought the Nuggets would be uh, number, number one, one in the West? Everybody knew. Everybody knew the Nuggets had a good team this year. Nobody really knew about expected the Milwaukee Bucks to have the best best record in the NBA. No so one that's predict- why I'm going I'm going with them. No one predicted my, that the Nuggets could I'm be number one. Bootenhoser for my coach of the year. No one knew the Nuggets could be number one in the West either. No, no, no one knew that but the Nuggets didn't make the playoffs. They could be top five. They didn't make the, the playoffs West. last year. We knew they could make be top five though. No. They didn't make the playoffs last year and then you gotta the what what superstar plays for the Nuggets? Jokic. He's not a superstar. He's an all-star. He's a he's he's a potential superstar. Gonna be a he's superstar. A, right, right now he's an all-star. All right, let's you got who's who on the Nuggets is better than Giannis? Nobody. Uh, nobody's better. Nobody's been a lot of teams don't have a Giannis, but who is top five in offense and defense in their first season as a head coach? Like they were 18th, they were 18th in defense last year, and they're actually third now. Milwaukee for, for your first year head coach, that's pretty good. And the Nuggets have one of the best benches in the NBA. Milwaukee, so, Milwaukee first when best I player. It's close. It's gonna Mil- come down to the wire. So it's it's definitely an argument. It's definitely an argument. Milwaukee's but, first best player is better than the Nuggets' first best player. Milwaukee's second best player is better than the Nuggets' second best player. Milwaukee's third best player 
is better than the Nuggets' third best player. And the Nuggets' got- whole bench is better than the Bucks' bench, actually. And I know the Nuggets has faced some injuries, but so has the Bucks. So it's definitely it's definitely going to be close. It's it's, it's going to go down to the wire. But if the Bucks end up with the best record in the NBA, like how it stands now, this is called the Midseason Awards. Boomhunter deserves it. Your first season to improve that much definitely says. If the season ended today and the Nuggets were in the number one seed over Golden State, Malone won that easy. Easy. They're first in Milwaukee. If Milwaukee was in the West playing against the West competition, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be number one. They wouldn't have their record. The Bucks. Nobody expected them to have. No one expected the Nuggets to be number one in the West the over last record in the NBA. They only have 13 losses on the season. The Nuggets are the only team than Golden State. In the whole NBA, they're the only team top five in offense and defense. Nobody else in the NBA is Golden the State. Nuggets, Nuggets, nobody got so, a better team than the definitely close, though. So it's, when I say it's close, it's going to be like a flip of coin. Like, no, that's how close it is. But at I'm just doing the day, right now. At the end of the day, I bet my life savings Malone won it. They got a better record than Golden State right now, as we speak. I, you know what, you know what, you know what it says a lot. You know what it says a lot. They, the Nuggets have the one of the best benches in the NBA, and Milwaukee's bench ain't that good. But this is his first season. They don't have no. They don't have Giannis. They don't have Eric Weber's. They don't have Chris Paul. That's cute. I agree. That's cute. I think that I think that has a lot to do with it, and that's why I'm going with him. But Mike Malone, nobody's gonna be mad if Mike Malone wins it over Boonholzer. But it's definitely as right now it goes down to a wire. But we'll see where how it ends up. Yeah. Um. um, I think Malone easy. I bet my life savings on it. But we'll see. You like savings ain't that much, so. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, let's go to um, defensive player of the year. I think this might be a little easier. Oh, yeah, um, it's, it's a landslide, no brainer. I'm, I'm going James Harden, defensive player of the year. Um, <laughs> he leads the lead in deflections. He's fourth in steals. Sight now, um, I'm rolling with Paul George, PG-13. PJ PG thirteen got he got one of the best shoes shoes out right now sneakers out. I'm yeah, going with Paul George. Who you going Top with? Three seed in the West. Who you going oh, with? It's a landslide. Uh, PG thirteen Paul George. Defenders are shooting forty one percent from the field when he uh when he's guarding them. They're only shooting forty one percent on them and thirty percent from the three point line on them. And he's second in steals behind. Russell Westbrook, Westbrook's number one in still. OKC's a top three seed. And for the majority of the year, OKC's been number one in defense. And OKC actually doesn't have their best defender. He's hurt right now, Andre Roberson. So OKC's definitely going to – that's a good defensive team. And Paul George, MVP candidate, he has that easy by a landslide. Oh, uh, I agree. I agree on that. He's like one of the few guys that his defense is amazing. Like, and then this year he stepped up his offensive game. But like that guy, that guy's defense is amazing. Like, I agree. He he won that easily. He's the best. 
Like when when I say defenders only shoot thirty, the NBA is becoming to a three point lead. Everybody knows this is threes threes all day. Defenders, he he guards the best defenders every night. So every star player he guards, they're only shooting thirty percent from the three point line when he's defending them. So that says a lot right there. So it's him by a landslide. Him by all right. Let's go to um. Surprise player of the year. Who 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 are you surprised with? Like that you just can't like you look at their stats, what they averaging. Like, what player are you surprised with this year? Surprise I'm gonna go with. Me? I'll go first. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go yeah. with Bradley. I'm gonna go with Bradley Bill. Like, what? Oh, yeah, then, I, I, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, this guy, he's averaging 24 points. Five rebounds, five assists. Like I didn't, I I didn't see that coming from him. He's shooting 46 percent from the field. Field. Like I just think, like I he's he's surprising me right now. Like I got him on my fantasy team also. Like that guy's balling out like every night, and then he don't have no John Wall, and then he's playing with Washington. Like I'm going with Bradley Bill as my uh, surprise player of the year. When you say surprise, that could mean like a lot of players. So. That could mean like, like a lot of players, but um, my surprise player, I actually agree with you on that. But it's very close with like Spencer Dewitty. Like surprise player kind of falls under most improved player too, because you didn't expect them players to be most improved. So D'Angelo Russell could actually be that. But yeah, I agree with you, Bradley Bill. He's having a good year. Bradley Bill, okay. All right, George could actually be. Considered a surprise, like who would have thought Paul George would be an MVP candidate playing with Russell Westbrook? Like Russell Westbrook's been hurt. Like who would have thought like Paul George would be the leader leading the team, o- o- Oklahoma City and scoring and whatever. Everybody probably thought Russell Westbrook candidate and not Paul George, but Paul George could be in that too. So, but yeah, I go with Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. Okay. Um. For- Let's go with um, MVP. Who you got as your MVP? Like, did, like who do you like? Who who do you got as your MVP this year? Like, see, right now everybody wants to go with like the hot hand or whatever. But this guy, uh, Giannis, I'm going with Giannis. It's very. This is like the coach with the coach of the year. It's very close. It, this could go either way, but. The way I see it is Giannis is averaging 27 points a game, 12 rebounds, six assists, and he's shooting 57% from the field. Like that 57%, that's like pretty good. And I know he's working on his three-point shot. And um, like I said, they're uh they're the only team to rank top five in offensive defense, and they had the best record in the NBA. And the only reason why I don't give it to Harden, they're in the seventh spot as we speak right now. They got a lot of players hurt. Yeah, they have a lot of players hurt. But when it comes to MVP, and I actually don't agree with this, there has never been an MVP not in a top three seed to win MVP. There has never been a player not in the top three seed to win MVP unless you're Russell Westbrook and average a triple-double and did something with no one never did. Russell Westbrook was the only player 
to win MVP, not in the top three seed. They were actually six, but he had an average of triple-double, and he barely won it. He barely won it over Harden that year or so. I'm going to go with Giannis. And I know it's close, though. It's close. I know Harden's been amazing, but if you look at history, there's never been a a player to win MVP, not in the top three seed. Um, I think this is a landslide. James Harden easily. He has 26 consecutive games of 30 points. Like, that's just mind-blowing. Like, who would have ever thought that? Like, he... Uh, a lot of free throws. He, a lot of free throws. They're fouling him, so, like, if he gets... You got to guard him. Don't foul him, and he won't shoot free throws. And he still would... It, you say free throws, he still would lead the lead in scoring if you take away all free throws. Like he shoots a lot of free throws every night. Everybody kind of knows that. Even Curry was saying you got to have thirteen on your chest to get the foul called. And he flops a lot too. So, but no, he's. I'm not taking nothing away from. If I actually, I actually like just because he's been like he's like the talk of the NBA. If the season ended right now, he'll be MVP. But like I said, I think he can't keep that consistent he's you could tell some nights he's just the other night he went he had like he shot like 20 percent from the field like he's getting tired like you could just see he's getting tired so players like that players like that that um the harden is actually efficient if you look at his stats like him and kd's like kd's one in efficiency and then harden's uh, he, he, he's efficient in uh the uh regular season but when the playoffs come he's known for not being efficient like last year he went he went 0 for 23 in the playoffs from the three point line we're talking 26 consecutive 30 point games he's carrying the team on his back he's number one actually in deflections on defense Um, he's like one of the he's one of the uh, best players in, in the post playing defense he's scoring steals he's averaging 35 points for the season. Oh, like, yeah. The most sorry. shot attempts and the most free throws, too, with that. He, Don't forget that. He would lead the lead like, in scoring. I'm not taking, if you took I'm away not free throws. Him. He, he would lead the lead in scoring if you took away free throws. He's like one of the best offensive players, like, ever. I think no, there ain't been an offensive player like this in the NBA ever. Like, he's a landslide MVP. He's putting a team on a team on his back. He's playing with hurt players. Like, his stats, like, he, he's breaking so many stats. Like, it's amazing. Can I ask you a question? Ask, what's the question? Has there ever been an MVP not in the top three seed besides Russell Westbrook to win it? Uh, wh- why did Westbrook win MVP? No, answer my question. In the top three seed. Did you answer my question? Why did Russell Westbrook win MVP when he was not you, in the top three seed? Answer my question. Did you answer my question. He's doing something. That no one's never did. Same like Westbrook. So he's going to win MVP. Westbrook did something that no one ever did. And so Wilt Chamberlain did this three times. That's before the merger. You don't, people don't count Wilt Wilt Chamberlain's stats. There's no camera footage on that. Before the merger or anything, 42 triple doubles has never been done since Russell Westbrook. So that's why Russell, and he, when, when I see, when I say Russell Westbrook barely won it, they were the sixth seed, and he barely won it. And I believe uh, Houston will be a top five seed. 
when once they get Capella back after the All Star break, and they and I heard I heard rumors they're gonna sign uh, Wesley Johnson. Uh, Houston will be a top five seed, and he will win it. He right now, they're seventh. As we speak in doing this podcast, right now they're seventh, and we're doing the midseason awards. They're seventh seed. There's no NBA history. You could Google it. There's never been a player to win MVP now in the top three seed. So He's for the right. midseason awards, I'm going with Giannis. He's rewriting NBA history right now. Like 26 consecutive 30 point games. He has he ha- he just had five 50 point games in his last month. He averaged 46 With the most free throws. He don't don't when you say when you say his thirty point games with the most free throws and the fouls called on him, and Walt Chamberlain did it three times. Take free throws away, he still lead the lead in scoring. But he wouldn't have the thirty points though. He he'll still lead. So he wouldn't have set the record. He'll still everybody. I think Harden. I'm not taking nothing from Harden. He's definitely balling. He's balling, balling, balling like James Harden, (laughs) like you hear in every rap song. Um, but the best. Record in the NBA, the Bucks. No one expected that. 27, 12 rebounds, six assists, 57% from the field. The only team to rank top five in offense and defense. Stat I'm going guy. with Giannis. Stat guy, let me give you a stat. This is Stat Guy Podcast, by the way. James Harden versus top 10 defenses this season. This is him going up against top 10 defenses this season. He's averaging 38.7 rebounds, seven. Yeah, so I'm going with Harden as my MVP easily. Oh yeah, yeah, I understand that too. But yeah, I'm 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 a Giannis guy. Dude's amazing. I bet I bet you are. I bet you are. So let's move on. Um, well, uh, what, you think Anthony Davis is going to get traded before the trade deadline? They they actually um recently took him out of their promo packages for the fans. They like took him out. So I think, like, if you read between the lines, I think he's definitely they're going to be gone before the trade deadline. Before the trade deadline, yeah. Oh, before you, uh, you, LA. Before the trade deadline, and I think he'll he will be in LA. His dad recently just um wrote a uh, letter to ESPN or whatever, saying that he doesn't want because the uh, rumors around like Boston. That the Pelicans don't want to trade him with the Lakers because they've been tampering with with him, so they're they're not yeah, really yeah. feeling the Lakers too much right now. That they were just gonna wait to the summer to trade him with Boston. But, yeah, but he don't want to go to Boston, so like that rules them out. That rules them out. He don't want to go to Boston. Um, I think he'll be in L.A. I think he'll be in L.A. And they, I think they got to give up Kuzma, Ingram, and um, Lonzo though if they want him. Yeah, if, yeah, if they, yeah, if they, I think, I think that's a good trade for the Pelicans. I think they, I think this is going to happen. They're going to have to give up Kuz, Kuzma, Lonzo, Ingram, and Zubak. KCP got to be part of the trade too. Maybe like a third team get in there because to make the cap work, to make the money work. Yeah, but I think as long as the Pelicans get them four players. I think the trade is definitely going to happen before the trade deadline. And I actually think for the circumstances that's happening, he doesn't want to be there. That's actually a good trade for the Pelicans. You start your young core, start off new and fresh. Julius Randle's actually playing great. 
So he's going to be there with them too. I think they should do it immediately. And that's definitely going to help the Lakers too with LeBron. So that that's a whoever's around that eight seed, the Lakers would definitely, if that happens, the Lakers are definitely making the playoffs. So somebody's going to like Utah or somebody's going to end up missing out. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I agree. I think he'll be a Laker. If it don't happen by the trade deadline, I think by July 1st, he'll be a Laker. Along, I think they'll and, and they'll sign some veterans. And I think LA gonna be a threat. I think they're gonna be a threat. Definitely. And there's gonna be a lot of players that's gonna want to play with them. So that's if Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers, that's like bad news for some of the uh Western Conference teams. Like the Nuggets and Oklahoma City and Houston, it's like bad news. Cause you don't want to go against LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't care who you got for the rest of the team. Them guys are always going to be in it. Yeah, easily, easily. What do you think about the Super Bowl, man? I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, yes, yeah, it was like the worst. It was the lowest scoring Super Bowl in NFL history. Um, Three points for the Rams? Damn. Like, what are they? Three points? Who would have thought the Rams would only score three points? I, I said it before, like, not saying this guy ain't going to be good, but people were overrating Jared Goff a little. Like, he was hiding behind Todd Gurley. You see, there's definitely something wrong with Todd Gurley. When their running game ain't working, Jared Goff is a – he only had 50 yards passing. Damn. Damn, he choked. That's called uh, – they made the Patriots defense look like Baltimore uh, Hall of Fame day, defense. Seattle, in the boom. Legion and boom, like, damn, they, they were shut down. Punt, 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 punt. Yeah, it was actually damn. yeah, it was actually pretty bad. I would actually would have liked to see the MVP, Patrick Mahomes and KC in it. It would have been a uh, yeah. better game. They would have, yeah, they would have, I think KC would have beat them. KC would have beat them on a neutral field. On a neutral Even field. though they yeah, lost. It would have been a shootout also because Kansas City's defense. I'm saying KC would have been... Uh, beat the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it would have been a shootout. It been, too, but it would have yeah. been a shootout. It would have definitely been more exciting, exciting to see, see them in there. And if like the one dude went offside, he was lined up offsides, and they had an interception that play. And the uh, that would, the that ended around, it. they would have been in the Super Bowl if he didn't line up offside. So it would have won it. Unfortunate, but Tom Brady could actually say he the goat. He's the best quarterback ever. NFL his yep. six rings like Michael Jordan. Six rings. He got six, six rings. rings. You the best. So yeah, he to go. I he to go. I think he should retire. Go out on top like Peyton. I, I think he should think retire he should too. Cause you could actually tell he only had 150 yards passing. Uh Julian Edelman was the MVP. So I actually think mm-hmm. he should retire too. Cause go out on top. Yep. Gr- I don't Gronk. think Gronk's gonna be back next year. So no, Gronk done. Yeah, it's done. Much done, and they had a they had an easy path too to the uh, playoffs. Like San Diego, like they're never real. Like San Diego totally choked, and then Kansas City, they have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. If Patrick Mahomes wins that coin toss during the Super Bowl, so that was pretty easy for him. And then St. Louis, I just did their defense actually played great, but. They just were on the field too long. Uh, uh, the Rams' offense kept having to punt, so that made their defense tired. So 
But yeah, you can't winning is winning. Six rings is six rings. You can't take none from them. But yeah, that's pretty much about that. Yo, that's cool. What well, um, that's probably gonna do it for today. Uh, what you uh, what's some of the songs you like right now? What's some of the artists you listening to right now? Um, my favorite artist right now is Young Boy, NBA Young Boy. Part of the NBA reason one. is he just dropped so much music. Like, there's so much songs. Yeah. Every song he dropped is hot. So yeah. his album hot. His album hot. That's why I'm listening. Eight Boogie too. Eight oh yeah, Eight Boogie definitely. Eight Boogie cold. So his album cold. Y'all, y'all should listen to that. I didn't get a chance. NBA Young Boys album, Riller, Eight Boogie's album, or whatever. I like. Uh, I've been. Uh, I like that YNW Melly. I've been. I just got put on to him. Like that mixed pers- personality song. With Kanye, that go yeah, that's cool. the, that go hard. Yeah, that's hard. And then he got one uh, called Virtual YNW Melly. Uh, yeah, he go hard. I like. I like him a lot. Yeah, he remind me of like a, a young thug, but he kind of took young thug style. But yeah, he definitely he, he definitely go hard. You know, you think you think six nine getting out? He, in like ten years, <laughs> snitching on everybody. Ten years, damn. It's kind of sad because he was like his album was actually like hot. Like I never really like kind of liked him, but like he had. He had Lil Baby on the track, and I uh that's another artist I like is Lil Baby. He, he's like buzzing yeah. hard. He's Lil one Baby of the cold. top rappers to me. Oh, too. Yeah. He had Lil Baby on the track, so like that made me let he had Lil Baby on his album. That made me listen to it. And his album he's hot. So it's like kind of sad. He's only 22. Like, I don't really think I think it was like all an act, but he like just got involved in with some real people and he was part of it. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but fun. Yeah, he's yeah, definitely. He's, he's definitely. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna I think be gone for a while. That bad time. That's crazy. Racketeering. Yeah, that's bad time. He don't get sentenced till twenty twenty. So that that tell you right there. Like that tell you right there. He's in there for a while. Yeah, I know. Um, sure. Well, um, I think that might do it with t- uh, today's podcast. Uh, Next week, uh, we're going to have Devin and Mars. They're part of our podcast, too, the Stat Patters or whatever. Um, just check us out. Keep listening or whatever. Um, we talk fantasy, too. Next week, we'll get a little fantasy in or whatever. We'll do some sleeper players or who we think some going to break out, some way too early breakouts or whatever. Um, but, yeah, uh, th- this might do it. It's our sign-off. KV, OKC. Let's go. Marcus, um, let's do it. Um, thank you for uh, listening. This is the Stat Patters. We out. We out this B. Well, Hondo.